a new beginning. Five will enter. One will be crowned. PWE's Wrestler of the Month. W.E. Crew, Dan O'Mac, Big Kaz, Jay Bird, Nick the Gooch, and your host, Brokowski. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, we are back. We hope you guys had a great weekend. We sure did. We actually were out at Metro Pro last Friday. We're actually going to be having on our special guest will be the ring announcer from Metro Pro, Bradley Smothers. We're also going to be doing Wrestler of the Month nominees to end up the show because everybody loves winning free stuff. So make sure you listen into who our nominees are and vote online and you can win some free T-shirts. But let's go ahead and hop into our guest here. He is the ring announcer for Metro Pro. He's done Horror Slam. I think he's done a pro wrestling all-stars or two as well uh we have bradley smothers on with us brad how you doing today very good gentlemen how are you guys doing absolutely fantastic you know as dan touched on a little bit before we got on man you did a hell of a job friday night at metro pro thank you very much well you always do a great job but you know what we want to get into where you actually found wrestling at was it in your childhood was it something that came later in life. How did you come about wrestling, man? Uh, actually, it's sort of in the family, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I know probably not a whole lot of people know about this, but uh, my great uncle and aunt actually used to be professional wrestlers. They are uh, local legend, Louis Klein, and his daughter, Linda Klein, are my uh, great uncle and aunt. So they, uh, yeah, and found it at an early age and always been been with it since so i guess uh a little bit naturally it's in the blood and then i've just always enjoyed it ever since i was a kid so would you say you actually knew about the indies before you actually knew about wwf and wcw no 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 i definitely grew up uh watching wwf for the most part and uh, i want to say my first indie show i went to was probably 93, 94 at the Lincoln Park Community Center. Okay, so when you were watching it on TV, who were some of your favorites from that era? From that era, uh, when I was little, definitely as a big Hulkamaniac. I see the Hulk Hogan wrestling buddy in the background. I got one of those, the exact same one here. So definitely a big Hulk Hogan fan. Uh, and then, I don't know, as I grew up, yeah, I definitely spread out more my taste a little bit. But 
Hogan was number one for me growing up. Okay, okay, yeah. Definitely big Hogan fan myself. Um, so I, I can definitely relate. But uh, my favorite thing about him was uh, he was just that bigger, larger-than-life character. Um, what were some of the things that drew you to him when you were younger watching him? I Honestly, sort of the same thing you said, that larger-than-life character, like – Honestly, the way he had handled himself in the ring and, you know, he'd start firing back and shaking the mustache and, and then you do the point. And when you do the point, oh, you know, you were about to get it and just, yeah, I don't know. It was very well put together in my kid mind when I was little, just the whole appearance and everything of Hogan. Okay. Uh, now, throughout your time watching wrestling, did you ever see yourself having a fixation with the ring announcer or wanting to being at a young age find uh being a part of wrestling as the ring announcer i honestly when i was growing up i more or less wanted to be a pro wrestler when i got older but ended okay. up getting into some different stuff later on in life so never really fulfilled those dreams but okay so what about deathmatch wrestling when did you come across deathmatch wrestling uh, my first exposure ever to deathmatch wrestling was ICP's Stranglemania tape back in the day. That was my first ever exposure to deathmatch wrestling. And like, honestly, my mind was absolutely fucking blown. Absolutely <laughs> blown. <laughs> and then now, from there, some... I, I was going to say, and then, and then from there, pretty much going to the independent shows, there used to be a... Uh, this guy, Butcher Shop Productions, that used to set up a little, like, uh, he had a bunch of different tapes and stuff, a bunch of Japan stuff. So, like, I started getting really heavy into the, like, the Japanese deathmatch scene, like FMW, IWA Japan, and then later on, uh, Big Japan Pro Wrestling. Who are some of your favorites in the deathmatch scene at that time through JCW and FMW? I, honestly, I really like Tarzan Godo. He is, he is a good one. Uh, Onita was cool. Just I liked how he always did the exploding ring matches. Hayabusa, Masato Tanaka. They were uh, definitely some of my favorites. And then uh, Mr. Danger, I always really appreciate just because the risk he took in the ring. Okay, so when did you, how and when did you actually start getting into the wrestling business was it always off the bat ring announcing or did you start off behind the scenes sign up in another way how did you come across it uh actually when i was a sophomore in high school i had a buddy jeff stewart that was training at the nwa michigan school and he started taking me to class with them and like honestly it's pretty cool to see that side of it and get in the ring and fuck around do a little bit of training and stuff so like that was cool, but just never, I guess, followed through the rest of the way with, like, completely getting trained. And that was my initial, like, debut to, like, wrestling and stuff. And back then, like, when I was going to him to the wrestling school, like, I'd help out and sell merch for, like, the wrestlers at the shows and just stupid shit like that. And that was, like, my initial introduction into the wrestling business. Okay, so what about ring announcing? When was your first ring announcing gig? Uh, that was actually at the first uh, bar brawl show that Horror Slam did. That was my first ever uh, gig ring announcing. And how that came about is at the time I was actually doing a 
show called The Void, which would pretty much like I'd do an interview with local artists and then they had like perform a couple songs and stuff like that. And it's like a bi-weekly show that I was doing at the time. And Briar and Rachel were coming to it and they seen that as good hosts for the show. And they're like, Hey, we're going to do the snow ring death match show. Like you want to do it? And I said, yeah. So that was my initial introduction. And then the week or two after that, I debuted for uh, announcing for pro wrestling all-stars. Okay. Yeah, we were actually all at that um, bar brawl show. Um, that was a hell of a show. I definitely enjoyed it every time that we went. I'm sad to have seen Simon's go and that go. But I'm going to go ahead and pass it to another announcer is, uh, who just started out. is Big Kaz. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, from one to another, I've only done a few shows, and I've had the, the, the nerve set in before, and you kind of stumble over – I've noticed sometimes I stumble over my words if I don't got it wrote down. How do you prepare mentally to go into uh, a show that, you know, there's going to be a big audience and, uh, you know, you just want to do it right and get the job done? Uh, honestly, the one thing that always relaxes my mind is smoking some marijuana. And I'm just <laughs> being honest. I'll go in my car like a half hour before the show and normally you'll see me chiefing on my pen like an asshole or something like that but yeah normally that's what i just do and i always make sure to try to prepare my note cards ahead of time so i know what's what i have and just after after a while of doing it you get used to the guys you get used to you know who's coming out and how they're going to act around you and stuff so i i can understand the nerves but like yeah honestly it's just a little bit of marijuana does the trick for me (laughs) now do you have um a favorite person to announce that you just love announcing for to bring out to the ring. You know, you feel like there's just the cadence, the way it delivers, like it's just perfect for you. I honestly, I'm pretty entertained by a lot of the people. Uh, Alex Van Zandt always has some pretty interesting uh, intros into the ring, just different stuff that he does. He's always pretty entertaining. Brutus is another one I get a kick out of. And then I, uh, Briar, I really get a kick out of Briar when he fucking comes out. Like the whole, the whole spiel that he does, like flipping everybody <laughs> off, just being rude, asshole, ignorant. You know, I just sort of get a kick out of it. I can't help but chuckle. So, do you know about how many shows that you've announced so far since you've started doing it, and what promotions that you've done it for? I the only three that I've officially announced for so far is uh, Horseland Pro Wrestling All Stars and Metro Pro. But if any promoters want to add me to the list, you know I'm more than welcome to come in and do some announcing for you. But uh, yeah, those are the only three so far. And it, well, for a while, Pro Wrestling All Stars was pretty much running about once a week, once every other week. And I was doing all those shows for about a year. So I'd say probably about 25, 30 shows I've done at this point, somewhere around there. Nice. Now, do you have like uh, a, a favorite location? What place is just uh, like you feel the energy from? Like which fans are the ones that are just, they get you, they get you going and you just feel it all. I, 
honestly, uh, the shows that I've done for Horror Slam at Victory Gym, that's always a pretty rowdy crowd. And I always enjoy a rowdy crowd, especially coming from music and shit like that. So, yeah, I always appreciate people yelling and screaming, hooping, hollering, foul mouths. You know what I'm saying? It's all, all part of the environment. Yeah, you feel it. it. The energy passes through you, and you make it. As for me, like it made me project more and feel like I need to be louder just for them to be louder too. And yeah. like you said, you brought you you started at Simon's After Dark with the the bar brawls. So Nick the Gooch is going to take it over from here and talk about some of that. So outside of wrestling, you mentioned music just now, and obviously, who doesn't like music? Where did your strong love for music come from to where it brought you to having a career in it of sorts? I honestly just growing up, I've always been a fan of music. Like I, it's going to sound weird, but I really like eighties hair metal. Like, I don't know. I just, when I was younger, like six, seven years old, like I was really into like the hair metal and like sort of glam metal and stuff like that. And then just, the older I got, like, I was exposed to, like, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and just, like, I don't know. I've always really loved, like, the gangster music. And then a little farther down the road was, like, real into the juggalo scene and stuff like that. And then from that point, pretty much about the time we were junior, senior year of high school, like, yeah, we were already recording albums and stuff like that. All right, so you you say you were recording in high school. What production did you work with, and was it one that you found, or was it a production that you and some of your friends who were also into music kind of collaborated and created? I uh, it was actually me and uh, from the bar fight shows, Trouble Minds that played. That that's who I started doing music with back in high school, and. We would sit down, we had our computer, we had our Fruity Loops program, and or even before that, we used uh, the MTV video music generator to make beats back in the day, but just from that, it went on, and like now at this point, yeah, we got a pretty legit studio set up and shit like that, and we still make music and put out albums and stuff like that, so. So, in your, in your music career, what is the the name you actually go by i i actually have gone by two different names over my music career i originally started out as demonic and now i go by my wrestling name bradley smothers and does any of this did the demonic name fit into the genre that you were working with at the time or is that just a name you just said i'm going to be called demonic Oh, no, no, it very much fit in because pretty much we did like uh, horrorcore music. I don't know if you know what horrorcore is, but it's like ICP, but without the funny shit. It's real violent, like in your face music, a lot of songs about like murder, suicide, stuff like that. So just like, yeah. <laughs> and you say you guys are still recording and writing and putting out music. Yes, yes. Uh, actually, our my last project that I did was our uh, my group project that I did with my group mate, uh, 
Philip Graves, and it's called God Hates Us. And we did a six song EP. And right now we're about halfway finished with like a full length album. Now, do you have like some type of like uh, Spotify or any kind of links where this music is posted? Or is this still just like old school trunk and CD kind of thing that you do? No, you can find it on Spotify and YouTube. Uh, Look up Demonic Murder House Records would probably be the best way to search for it and the quickest way to find it. And then uh, For God Hates Us, it's G-X-D-H-A-T-E-S-U-S. And just spell like that. Take the O out, add a X in God, and that's how we spell the name For God Hates Us. Oh, so, you know, going back to, you mentioned, uh, what was the group you said you worked with? Uh, Trouble Minds. That's Trouble that's Minds. Yeah. Now, did they were one of the groups that would perform at Simon's After Dark, correct? Yes, that is correct. With the the um, so safe to say, you set up those musical acts to come in to play yeah. during those shows. Yeah, for a lot of the bar fight shows, yeah, I help book some of the acts to come in and stuff like that, especially on the first one, yeah. Now, what was the process like with that? I, well, honestly, like my end of the process was just get the musical acts and then uh, Briar and Rachel would take care of like booking the wrestlers and stuff like that and like putting together matches and stuff like that. So I take it all the, all the acts that were there, you kind of got a personal relationship with or you you didn't have to do some type of search for them or... It, yeah, I didn't have to search very hard for him, honestly. Like, these are all people that I've done shows with for probably five to ten years, a lot of them. <laughs> I'll tell you, like, that's – I'm not much of a, a juggalo and uh, the horrorcore music is what you called it, but Bloodbath got me hyped, especially at those bar brawls, man. I get – uh, the, they they played the music. Sometimes I was hoping for some like Def Jam Vendetta type stuff, and then playing <laughs> some music while the wrestlers were going. Yeah, on it, and it's funny because honestly, Bloodbath is a real old song by him because the first album of Trouble Minds is actually Me Toxic and Wicked K. Like that's the original Trouble Minds was the three of us, and then. I moved pretty much to the west side of the state and they still did the group thing and I just went solo at that point. But that was from their first album that they released like after I left the group. We, we all find ourselves randomly singing it at odd points at time just with each other, you know? <laughs> it, it, honestly, back in the day when we used to play up at the Myron Exchange, like it, I don't know if you knew where that was in Southgate. It was right off of Dick's, but we used to play up there all the time and we'd pack like three, 500 people in that bitch. Like when we would play there once a month and just have gnarly fucking shows. And especially when that song would come on, yeah, people, people would get fucking <laughs> rowdy in the crowd, start moshing and shit like that. It's always a, fun experience to see him play that song especially at the fucking mod x yeah it's it's a, a perfect song for some deathmatch wrestling you know and that's when we usually sing it even we're at other shows sometimes we're at rpw <laughs> we'll sing it you know it, it's becoming a deathmatch anthem huh <laughs> <laughs> no doubt definitely 
But uh, that, it was a great talk diving into your musical background. But uh, this is the point where I'm going to hand it over to Jaybird here. Sounds good, man. All right, man. So we got your wrestling covered. We got your music. Uh, what other kind of hobbies are you into? Uh, honestly, I'm a real big fan of hockey. I love going to hockey games. Uh, Red Wings, even Team USA in Plymouth. Like, yeah, I love just going to hockey in general. Awesome. All right. Well, who's your team, man? Hey, Red Wings, of course. Even, even, though it's been, even though it's been rough the past couple seasons, I still support them. We're, we're on the come up. We're on the come up. I'll oh, say yeah. that much. This is going to be a good gotta... year, I think. Hey, I, I think it's going to be a very good year. I, it just The defense need a lot of help, especially they, one man can't do it himself. They, they're actually mm-hmm. starting to build a little bit of a team up. They got another good goaltender, so now we got a good tandem in that that we can work with. So I, I think it's going to be a lot more productive year this year. Got to trust an Iserman, man. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> That's right. The Iser plan, man. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. Right. Uh, actually, you ever been to the Walleyes, too, down there in uh, Ohio? No, no, I haven't been to a Walleyes game, but I have been meaning to check them out, though. And <coughs> honestly, this year will probably be the year that I'll go check out a game at some point. Definitely. I've been there once or twice. They're, they're, they're fun, man. Oh, it's always a fun time, honestly. Just like around They the love show. their hockey down there in Toledo. They, they love it. Like, I've been to, I've been to uh, a couple games and, like, it was standing room only. You know, they have spots where they sell tickets just to stand. So, and that's awesome, for a fucking minor league team to have pretty much sell out all their games. That's quite impressive. That is very impressive. Big Kaz and I went New Year's Eve to, they played at, at Fifth Third Field down there where the Mud Hens play. So, they had an outdoor game. That, okay. was, that was awesome. That was pretty cool. There was a lot of people there, and the weather wasn't good, but there was a lot of people there. It, they'd be cool to go to one of those outdoor games one time. They'd be really cool to check out. Yeah, it, it, it was pretty cool. So, so I seen you got something else uh, planned up. The uh, grotesque and burlesque. What's uh, what's that all about? Uh, yeah, my uh, that night I'm going to be hosting that show, and then my group is also going to be performing that night. It's at the Old Miami in Detroit. Uh, I can't remember the address off the top of my head to plug it but uh i do believe september 3rd i hope i'm fucking right on that i think i might be wrong and it might be the second just i think yeah it's i think it's the second (laughs) (laughs) just check my facebook page to make sure but yeah it's gonna be a good show i one of my buddies that used to be in uh suicide saints bam the voodoo child him and his girl are putting on the show and they hit me up because they're pretty much one of the people that whenever we throw a show, we always head up to perform. So they return the favor, and, yeah, we're going to be performing, and I'm going to be hosting and introducing all the acts on stage. So if you ain't got anything up, come on out. It's only 5 bucks. It's going to be a good time. Come get drunk with me. $5. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound bad at all, man. Shoot. <laughs> 5 bucks ain't bad. So, so I get I get the burlesque part, but what's the – grotesque part is that like it that's where the like, horrorcore like music zombie stuff in. it oh, like okay. i said like the horrorcore music's all about murder blood violence so yeah that's the grotesque part of the show is the horrorcore music okay okay 
That sounds pretty cool. For five bucks, shoot, man, that's not that far of a drive. I have to check that out for sure. Yeah, come on out. We have a good time, man. <laughs> All right, I'm going to send you back over to Brokowski here. All right, sounds good. Yeah, I got a few follow-up questions for a bunch of different topics real quick. Do you have any kind of a hockey career, whether it was peewee league, did you just play coming up and that was about it? Any high school I, or? It, honestly, the only type of hockey I ever played growing up was just roller hockey. I played in a couple leagues, but really outside of that, never got into ice hockey because it's too expensive for my family to afford. So, yeah, ice hockey wasn't really an option growing up, but. I, now that I'm old enough, like, yeah, I go to stick and puck and stupid stuff like that, but don't play competitively anymore. Okay. Okay. So with some of them le- roller hockey leagues, did you ever play at like Dick Skateland or um, it's a church now, but in Monroe, it used to be Xanadu Skateway, I think it was called. Did you ever play yep. at any one of those leagues? I played roller hockey in those two leagues for like ever. I, growing up, I played in the Lincoln Park League until they got shut down, and then uh, okay. Taylor Sportsplex used to have a league that I used to play in. Okay, okay. I think I did one year at Taylor before. I can't. I, I know I played one obscure year somewhere. It might have been at Taylor. But, yeah, roller it, hockey was the bomb, and playing street hockey always, like, got to love the streets. It, yeah, honestly, growing up, that's pretty much what me and all my buddies did. Like every single day after school, once the school down the street would empty out, we would drag our little street hockey nets down there. And yeah, we would play until dinner time, eat dinner, and then go back out until pretty much is nighttime. Hell yeah, I feel you on that. What about, um? now you said you performed in front of about three, 400 people. You say that was the biggest crowd you've ever performed for, whether it was ring announcing or on stage concert oh no actually the largest like group that i've ever performed in front of was at harpo's when i opened up for esham and that was probably about a thousand twelve hundred people that was a bit nerve-wracking but a lot of fun (laughs) hell yeah that's a lot of people a lot of people gooch you got something bad like honestly man it was a crazy experience crazy experience especially to open up for someone that i grew up like listening to that was sort of a a trip in itself so being somebody who grew up listening to him too did you get to meet the guy was he cool or was it just an opening act and one and done kind of thing at that i never really got a chance to like meet him at the show and stuff like that like he was hidden up in VIP if he is even there at the venue at the time when I went on. I was like the probably third or fourth act on stage out of probably like 10 openers that night. So mm. like, norm- normally the bigger acts on shows like that, yeah, they show up about a half hour before they got to go on party in the VIP and then just hit the stage and rock out and shit. No, that's fucking badass, man. A thousand people, like hell yeah, man. What about um, is Harpo's the biggest, the uh, most popular venue that you'd say, or historical venue you played at? I, I would say that or the Shelter are probably like the two most historic venues, especially in Detroit that I played at. That, that was okay. actually really cool. Like our, like back in the day, like Murder House Records used to have a really good name in music and yeah one year for our big uh annual show we rented out the shelter and had about 250 people in the 
shelter and yeah, had a hell of a fucking show. Got an old DVD of it somewhere around. <laughs> <laughs> what about ring announcing? What would you say was the biggest crowd you announced for as a ring announcer? Honestly, I would probably have to go with Metro Pro. Metro Pro or Horror Slam is probably the biggest crowd that I've been in front of. And they're both about 200, you know, yeah, 150, 200-ish, somewhere in that range. No, man, that, that's definitely a hell, a hell of a career you've had, whether it was, you know, in wrestling, music. Um, we greatly appreciate you opening up and telling us your story. Before we let you go, where can all the people find your music, where they can find you going to be ring announcing, all your social medias? Shout everything out you want right now, my man. Uh, social media, you can find me at my Facebook page, Brad Klein. Uh, if you're yeah, music-wise, uh, <coughs> look up Demonic Murder House Records, or my new group is called God Hates Us. That's G-X-D-H-A-T-E-S-U-S. And uh, if you want to buy any of our albums, you can go to Murder House Records backslash Big Cartel, I do believe. And you can find all of our albums, and I think we might even have a couple T-shirts left, but don't quote me on that. I know that we got albums. We got albums out the ass, so please buy them. (laughs) (laughs) Buy my album, please. (laughs) And yeah, that's pretty much all my plugs. I really don't use much other social media besides Facebook, so... Hey, that's that's not a problem. Sometimes it's easier just to have one because then there's just one place you can be reached at. You ain't got to worry about having multiple sort multiple places to be paying attention to. It's hectic. Yep. Yeah. Instead of having to track eight different pages and different passwords yeah. and all that shit. So yeah, just find me on Facebook. I'm easy. Brad Klein K L I K L I N E. Well, Brad, we want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to come hang out with us, tell us a little bit about yourself, and we can't wait to see you at the the next show. And, guys, thank you very much for having me on. It's been an absolute (laughs) pleasure, and I can't wait to see you guys at the next show. (laughs) Hell yeah. All right, so that was definitely awesome. Brad's definitely going to be a busy guy. I definitely think I'm going to check out that grotesque burlesque. That definitely sounds different and pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. If you get drunk, I mean, it's not, it's always a good time if you're drunk to help. I mean, come on now. Five dollars. Yeah, yeah. Five dollars. Like that's cheap. I've been meaning to check out that old Miami. You know, we've heard before. That's a pretty cool place. I thought that that, that sounded familiar. True. Now that you bring it up, yes, I, we have been told about that place for a while now. So yeah, we definitely uh, are in for it to go uh, check it out. Now, before we get into wrestler of the month and getting some free stuff, and Brokowski finally getting a W with this month, we're gonna go ahead and get into our ad read. For everything Pro Wrestling Edge and Talking Sports with PWE, you can find us on social media at PWE Pod. That'll be on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, 
for everything Edge of the Mind, there's a Facebook group page, Edge of the Mind Pod by PWE, and then on Instagram at Edge of the Mind Pod. Um, also, our website, pwepod.com, where you can find everything for Pro Wrestling Edge, Talking Sports, um, info on all the uh, the host and co-host of, of all the podcasts. Um, there's a, a spot where you can do... Um, reviews and those go out to apple and google play and spotify and those it helps expand the algorithm so when people are looking for sports and wrestling that um we're um more people get exposed to to us also there's a link to our brain buster t store if you're looking for some pro wrestling edge merch you can find it there what brokowski I said buy our stuff. Oh yeah, buy our stuff. You uh you need to buy our stuff. Anyway, um to our sponsors and our partners. Um sorry man, I had to. To our partners and sponsors, Rue Psychedelics. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Rue Psychedelics. Whirlwind Productions Detroit. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Whirlwind Productions DET. If you're looking for any podcast uh, production work or voiceover work, you can find them there or email them at uh, whirlwindproductionsdet at gmail.com. Also, Brain Jerk Entertainment. Uh, they are more than a podcast. You can find all their work at brainjerk.com. They do so much great stuff. The eating contest that, that Big Kaz was a part of. Um, the, they do the um, drag queen bingo. They do the uh, taste of um Everything's on their on their social media, Brain Jerk Entertainment. Find them on their YouTube channel and everything. Brainjerk.com. They're more than a podcast. And our sponsor, Ronnie at Jake with Photography. Ronnie's transition from One Love and Wrestling. Uh, one Love and Life Wrestling, although he did have a one show return, um, to photography. His attention to detail and, and love for everything photography makes him a good asset to this industry. If you're looking for any photography work, reach out to him. Jayquist Photography on Facebook and TikTok, J-A-Q-U-I-S. Ronnie Jayquist on Instagram. But most of all, he's trying to build the um, Twitter up. He's completely converted it from wrestling to um, photography. That's horror underscore style. Um, he just did some awesome shots of the new Circle Six championship belt. So check all those out. And also friend of the uh, show, uh, Schwartzy at Wake and Bake, uh, 9 to uh, 10 a.m. Uh, Monday through Thursday on Twitch. Uh, so check it out. That's our sponsors and partners. Brokowski. All right. It's the moment y'all have been waiting for. For September. It's August, bro. August, yeah. (laughs) In his defense, we've already talked about our nominations for September. That that was what was in my head because I I wrote that down, actually, in my book here. That's why I was looking at it. But, no, we are actually in August. So that would yeah. mean we are doing Wrestler of the Month for August this month. And that's as always as we pick five nominees. You, the people, hear them out, listen, and get to choose the winner by sliding into our DMs after you like and follow us. 
tell us who you want, you automatically get tossed into a drawing to win some free shit. And who doesn't like free shit? So, I mean, come on. It's that simple. You might as well do it. So, we're going to go ahead and start with the man's name who's so nice. You got to say it twice. Nick the Gooch. I said Nick, Nick the Gooch. Gooch. All right. So, this month I'm coming in with Chase Burnett, Uncle Chase. 13 years in the business, trained by Matthew Priest. His accomplishments, he says he's most proud of his run in AIW, wrestling guys like Gargano, Bandito, and Jack Evans. His run at Beyond Wrestling in the, in to, the 2000s, and his current run at Mr. Chainsaw. You can get him at Twitter at BaldandBougie248 on Twitter. And if you're not following him on Twitter, you are missing out. I'm just saying. Correct. Definitely. I like that pick. I like that pick. I'm honestly surprised he didn't go in the first half, so you must have been saving him for this, <clears throat> for the second half of the season. But, Jaybird, who you got? Toe! Coming in hot. I got Hannah Henderson. Got three years in the business. Trained by Xavier Justice at Pure Pro Wrestling. Highlights, yeah, wrestling Joey Threat. She is the current UPW women's champion. You know it. You love it. And she got to travel to New Mexico to wrestle. That's pretty cool. I don't know about you. Her Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok is Tiny Double with an H at the end of it. Uh, Facebook, Hannah Henderson. And you can get her merch at Brainbusters Tees. Hannah Henderson. We got Uncle Chase Burnett. We got Hannah Henderson. Big Cass, who you got? Thanks, Marty McFly. Uh, this month, I think I got another winner. Another, another favorite. Alex Van Zandt. A-V-Z. He's been in the business two and a half years, more or less. He trained at the House of Truth Wrestling School. His highlights are winning the reinstated PWL TV Championship for Metro Pro Wrestling. Winning the Pro Wrestling All-Stars of Detroit Cruiser Corps Championship. And also being a co-host on PWE Talking Sports Podcast. He wants to tell everybody, I never pander to all. I never pander at all to anyone. I'm America's team. Oh, shit. Man, I didn't think you could pause any longer in between those steps there, bud. Jesus. Why the fuck not, you know? So... You you might not know AVZ as well as we do. That's how AVZ talks when he's on the podcast. I like we should add that. Like, hey, we need words from you on a reply of that. <laughs> how you feel? Because I like that. That was nice. He threw that in there, but it's still not going to be enough. <sighs> AVZ, Uncle Chase, Hannah Henderson, Dan O'Mac. Who do you got? Well, I know. Brandon thinks that he's got the winner, but I'm coming in hot this month with Schwartzy. 
Schwartzy was cha- was trained by the old timer Jeff King. He's been in the business for 17 years. His his highlights he wanted me to give out are a little bit different than what most people's highlights are. Um, he wants it more of three things that he's proud of in the business. He's proud of the fact of Flophouse Wrestling and the success it's had. He's proud that he has the chance and the ability to give back to young talent and take them under their wing and 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 help them out as they grow. And also another thing that 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 is really true to him is the fact that he is so versatile in his style and he can go out there and do do anything um, at, at a high level, whether it's deathmatch wrestling, where it's uh, comedic wrestling, whether you just want to get in the ring and, and, and have, and have a good old fashioned wrestling match. Um, he, he, he can do it all. There, there's not much this man can't do. And he's proud of the fact that he can go out there. He calls himself the, the, uh, the uh, Swiss army knife. So a uh, little bit different from everybody else's accomplishments, but he can be found on Facebook at Joseph Schwartz. He also has a fan page, Schwartzy. Um, Schwartzy, mm-hmm, on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and the Twitch stream. Uh, he also has a Brainbuster Tees store, brainbustertees.com forward slash wrestlers forward slash Schwartzy. So let's all vote for Schwartzy for August, Pro Wrestling Edge Wrestler of the Month. That ain't going to happen. Cause I got the winner right here. I got it. I got the winner. <clears throat> the big man himself, Big Flex, Lamario Star, baby. Man's been on a tear lately. He was trained out of the House of Truth by Truth Martini, Josh Rivado, and Sean Tyler. He's been in the business for one and a half years. Most of his career highlights are matches. He's had a match of Pearl Austin All-Stars with top-notch Jason Hotch. He's wrestled at Northwest Championship Wrestling against Karam. He also had a match at Metro Pro Wrestling against LJ Lawrence. And I'm going to toss this one in here because this one was just the best out of all of them. At IWR, him and Nate Bach, the Game Changers 2.0, took on DTA, Aaron Orion, and Tommy Vendetta. And not to mention that they not only win, he also power squatted and walked across the ring while carrying Tommy and Aaron on his back. You can find him on Instagram at built by underscore B. That's B U I L T B Y underscore B on Instagram. And you can find him on Facebook at Lamario star. Woo. And that ladies and gentlemen is going to be who wins. Russell of the month for August. I don't know about that. It's gonna be a tight one. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. That was a very impressive move yeah. by yeah. Big Flex at IWR. Like I was actually pretty hyped about it when I seen him walking around the way he was walking around. And he yeah. also high, has high, high knees. High knees, bro. He also has Dude. quite a bit of gold. He does right not now. skip leg day. That boy yeah. does not skip leg day. Lamario Star, Nate Bach, and Kyle Barrett are the IWR Tag Team Champions. And then happened this past Friday, Lamario Star and Top Gun are the new Metro Pro Wrestling Tag Team Champions. Um, I think we'll get into what happened there in a little a bit. Lot of muscle. Can't remember. What maximum muscle. Maximum muscle. Yeah. That's what maximum it is. Maximum muscle. muscle. 
But it's going to be a good one to do, Kyle. We got AVZ, Uncle Chase, Hannah Henderson, Schwartzy, and Big Flax. Now, all you got to do is hit the like button, hit the follow button, and then slide into some DMs and let us know who you want out of those five candidates to be August's wrestler of the month. And while you're doing that, you will automatically be thrown into the wheel of fortune to win free, and I repeat, free merch. Because everybody loves free shit. So we're just giving it away like Oprah here. Free stuff. You know, I was, we're, we're five away from 2,000 followers on the uh, Pro Wrestling Edge Facebook page right now. Oh, are we? Sweet. Yes, we are. 2,000 you know how it's funny, we're two th- five away from 2,000. Well, after this, we're four away from 200 episodes. Boom! That Beat is right. That boom, 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 boom. situation. It's kind of mind-blowing. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Complete mind fuck right there. For real. What's the odds of narrowing it down by five and four? <laughs> right. Vote AVZ. Vote Anderson. Schwartzy. Hannah! Hey, just remember, everybody, nobody's going to love you like Schwartzy loves you. No, and I love Schwartzy, but it's just unfortunate, you know? Have you not met Uncle Chase? Does Uncle Chase love you like Schwartzy loves you? Uncle Chase has lots of love, man. AVZ is America's America's team. But AVZ is much... why, Why the fuck not? I have a soft spot in my heart for AVZ, obviously, but he doesn't love you like Schwartzy loves you. Hey, and nobody hey, I can see argue. Hannah beat the shit out of uh, D-Mac in the okay. ring, in a Royal no, Rumble. Nobody can argue that sh- their person loves everybody more than Schwartzy does. Nobody can <laughs> argue that. Nobody. Just saying. Seems like Dan's trying to throw up... Uh... A Hail Mary here to take the lead on our personal scorecards. You know, like, yeah. Throw up a bunch of how, How's that going? How's that going again? Who won last month? Well, last Adam month Wick won last month, which you. was your nominee. I think me and you are tied. Me and Gucci are all alone at zero. Until this think, month when Big Flex takes the I W. Think, I think we have a three-way tie for uh, the most, yeah. There is. There's a three-way the three tie. Way. Big Taz, a three-way. Bird, yeah. and a menage a trois. Yeah. And me and Gucci standing in the closet watching. So anyway, we're going on to this past weekend. This is fucked up. Better not be in. You know it's true. Was that not a great metaphor or not though? And me and Gucci did. We're closer to watching. <laughs> In your Superman outfits. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm Batman. This is kind of stuff we got to <laughs> save for the OnlyFans. You're, you're the Robin, OnlyFans. if anything, Gooch. Bro, uh, bitch, you're Robin. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it would be two Batmans because nobody wants to be Robin. <laughs> well, we got Jaybird. He's definitely fucking Robin. No, I'm the Flash, I, I, if anything. I don't know. You're like the Riddler. No. Oh, I'll take the Riddler. He's the Green Lantern. Jim Carrey yeah. all day, yo. You're, you're Edward Nigma. Riddler. Jim Carrey Riddler. Edward Nigma. Nigma. 
Okay, so this past weekend we were at Metro <laughs> Pro Wrestling for a top-notch appreciation okay. night. <laughs> Me, Dano Mick, and Gooch went to go see the Pro Wrestling Night's champion of champions, Jason Hotch. Right. Get a wonderful plaque courtesy of Metro Pro Wrestling and a night off where he actually sat back and watched a three-way dance for the number one contendership of who would challenge him at the next Metro show. Which I can't remember what the date was. They announced it. September 17th. Something like that, yeah. Um, that was so, Juntai, Aiden Prince, and Isaiah. Isaiah Moore. Yes. So... That was, a, that was a pretty good matchup. I enjoyed that one. It was a My lot of My boy Juntai came out with the win. Juntai. Coming June, out with W. Juntai is the number one contender. They had a little stare down afterwards. Yeah, that was uh, that looked pretty intense. Jason Hodge ended up flipping the bird uh, to Juntai. Two guys and that have June been around. Hodge. Two guys been around Metro Pro Wrestling for quite a while. So. Yeah going to be a good matchup between the two i think did you guys have a favorite match from from the show on friday i can tell you my favorite match adam wick and ryan matthias that that match was awesome um ryan matthias comes out on top and they're setting up a little uh critical content versus dta match at the next show um Adam Wick said he's going out and bringing in one of his 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 boys and uh, started naming them off. And Jack's busy with Impact. Hotch is busy with Impact. Tommy's busy at ICW. Um, Isaiah Bronner's out doing AEW and Isaiah Bronner thing. So uh, it's going to be Adam Wick and the um, daddy, Aaron Orion, the Vehicle City villain, are going to be teaming up to take on... I'm assuming KJ Reynolds and uh, Ryan Mathias. So they were the two that were out there for that match. Um, so that's interesting one. Uh, critical content keeps getting in Adam Wick's business and Adam Wick's all alone. So he's bringing in Aaron O'Ryan at the next show. Should be interesting. One match I'm sad I had to miss that night was uh, the title match with KJ. I have no clue how that even ended. You weren't there? I had to walk out on a phone call. Oh. Him and Father Marquise. That was a good one. Yes, yes, it was. KJ came out on top, kept his title. I was excited to see KJ Reynolds for the first time. He definitely showed out. I enjoyed his uh, his Canadian Destroyer roll-up, another Canadian Destroyer. I thought that was a total... Great spin on an overused move. So Holy that was shit. sick for him. Badass. Yeah. King Canadian Destroyer nowhere. spun it around. Another Canadian. Dest- yeah, that, that was pretty sweet. Yeah, that kid definitely caught my eye at that one Metro Pro where he actually won the title. And I, I forget the name, but it was at the Arts Center. And he jumped off that balcony. That was just the sickest thing I've ever seen. And from then on, I've, I've 
the kids impressed me. Yeah, he's. I remember the first time I saw him. Um, I saw him, him and Ryan Mathias, when they were just the uh, YouTube guys for uh, for uh, Forever Young. Forever Young. And, yeah, him. They uh, were tasked to take on Forever Young and Kyler Coleman, and yeah, it was it was good stuff then. But uh, Gooch, what was your favorite match? Actually, Gooch said his. It's my turn. Oh, uh, what'd you say was your favorite match? There's froze. Go ahead. He missed KJ's match. He said he missed. I missed oh, I thought KJ's he tried to work the KJ match. No. Oh, so, my bad. No, I, I was definitely down with what you said, Dan. The fucking Adam Wick match was just absolutely amazing. Adam so Wick is just completely like on another level too. He's just he's just amazing. Yeah. Well, well, not even you. just to give praise to just him, man, but the, his opponent was just absolutely oh, yeah, out Ryan, there. Ryan Mathias. Uh, what's he call himself? Fuck, I forget. The, I, I don't even want to butcher it. Uh, what about you, Brokowski? What was your favorite match? My ma- my favorite match was definitely uh, Ziggy Dice, Brutus Atwell, and AVZ. I thought that match was That fantastic. was a good one. You know, I'm no way endorsing ABC for Russell of the Month. Yes, <laughs> you are. They're big cares here, but I swear to God, that dude's entrance just gets better and better every time I see him. Yeah, he's ABC is just a golden nugget here in Michigan for us that we you get know. to see on a weekly basis. But Ziggy Dice, first time I've ever seen him live. Right. Like, I would love to see him in a singles match, him and ABC go at it. That you know, Brutus dope. was there, but he didn't – he interacted a lot with it and kind of got shoved to the side a little bit. But just a one-on-one match would have been really good. But, yeah, Brutus Brutus did a hell of a job. Fucking – he did some sick shit like he always does. Ended up right. eating some boogers and smelling some balls. But yeah. he fucking did <laughs> some ass, too, because I thought he was going to walk away with it. He slammed every man, and fucking – I thought he had the match won until fucking – Little ABZ came in and, and did those, uh, what ABZ does That's were hilarious. That was yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a heartbreaker. But, a heartbreaker was the tag team match. Yeah. Solo and TJ are no longer a tag team. The lost Ronan is no more. As TJ said, he's tired of carrying the dead weight. Of Solo, and he attacked Solo and uh, left Solo uh, two-on-one against Top Gun and uh, the Mario Star. And, and at that point, there wasn't much for Solo to be able to do. And he's two-on-one after uh, not only taking a lot of punishment during the match, but then getting attacked by uh, TJ. So I, I'm a big fan of TJ. I love TJ stuff. You know, we're sponsoring his match for Flop House. And, um, you know, TJ does what TJ wants. And, uh, you know, that's what TJ does. So be interesting to see if Solo gets some revenge or, or on, uh, on TJ. So if you're, if you're a Metro pro wrestling fan, you want to stick tuned to that one to see what's going to, what's going to happen. But I think top to bottom, the whole card, 
was good. I, I don't know if there's you have a comment on that match. Uh, I was just gonna say, you know, it, ever since uh, TJ's return, you know, he came back in a stable to his old stable, turned on them, ran al- alone for a little bit. You see a turn on Dre Jacobs. Starts teaming up with Solo. You see a turn on Solo. Am I the only one here who thinks that TJ should just stay solo and see oh, what he God. does from there? He is the lost soul, and he, he does typically run by himself. Like I said, he does what he wants when he wants. And, uh, you know, we'll see what what happens. But, you know, I I enjoy what he does. Uh, I'm excited to see him and Kevin Giza at Flop House. Right. Sponsored so, by sponsored by us. So yeah, I'm excited to see uh what happens with uh TJ and Solo going forward. Oh no doubt it's gonna end up in a fantastic match for sure. For sure. And I am you brought it up, you know, we love TJ. We're sponsoring his match against him and Kevin Giza down there at Flop House Anniversary Show. I'm excited to get down there for that, too. It's been a while for a Flop House show, so I'm excited for that. And uh, don't forget to get into our DMs and vote for Wrestler of the Month. You know you want Big Flex Lamario Star to be the winner. So the only way he's going to win is if you hit us up saying you want him to win, and then you could win yourself. And then there's also Amy Z, Uncle Chase, Hannah Henderson, and Shorty. Five great potentials for August Pro Wrestling Edge Wrestler of the Month. Hit us up. Let let us know who you want. Peace. We out. No one's going to love you like Schwartz going to love you. Pro Wrestling Edge would like to thank our partners. Whirlwind Productions Detroit. Rue Psychedelics. And our sponsors. Brain Jerk Entertainment. Jayquist. Photography. Welcome to the new beginning.